We're finally back. We're finally back. Sorry, alts for the long wait. We are. We've been in the middle of. Well, I don't want to say finals, but uh, our school Mid- year is wrap is wrapping up, and we've been really busy with schoolwork. Midterm to final season. <laughs> yeah, we are currently in the middle of finals. And yeah, we're currently in the middle of our finals. Uh, we're close to finishing them. I'm. I think I literally only have three left. I don't even know. I'm just here. <laughs> so. uh, but we are finally here recording again. It feels mm-hmm. I. I love recording these with you. I love talking uh, about <laughs> movies with you. Um, it's like we're f- meeting for the first time. Again. <laughs> uh, we're here talk about well you read the title uh we're here to talk about uh francis Ford coppola's the godfather trilogy um, <laughs> gotta say it the as that full title every single time you have to you have to pay no well you have to say uh francis Ford coppola and mario puzo's godfather no <laughs> <laughs> i'll just be calling it the godfather but you can call it whatever you want <laughs> um uh so we so jay came over and was like i got us a little treat and i was like oh is this and then jay pulls out oh the godfather part the three coda, coda the death of Mar- uh, michael Cor- corleone Ooh. which is uh francis for coppola's newest cut on the godfather part three um <laughs> we'll definitely be be talking about it once we we get to talking about part three um, oh i thought we were gonna Wait, I thought we were going to talk about that first and then like talk about the trilogy as a whole. We can do that. Yeah, sure, why not? Um, part, this, Since it's freshest in our mind, I think it is better to you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll start off with the hot takes part, part three. We both like it. Um, well, speak for, for yourself. Oh, wow. I remember I mean, when we first watched part three and you're like, yeah, this is good. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I wouldn't say it's great. I, I don't know. There are um, great things in it. Yeah, it's... Definitely interesting. The acting sucks. <laughs> I'll just say that. Don't say it flat out, right? The, the main most stays, of the, most the mainstays of, of, of that series give great performances like they always do. Well, the the weird thing about this one is that there's, like, so much, like... Uh, well, like, the opera scene is great because it's just action. Mm-hmm. There's really, like, no lines being read besides the people in the opera who are singing, yeah. who you can't even understand anyway. Yeah. But, um, well, I can't because I don't know Italian. But, like, <laughs> I think every time Sofia Coppola opens her mouth... Uh, there's definitely scenes where... Great. There's definitely scenes where she doesn't. She could give a better performance. There are some scenes, however, where like she does a perfectly fine job. Um, I mean, it's fine. I I just feel like it's. What year did this come out? This, the, the original. Uh, the original ninety two, I believe. The original third. I mean. Because like okay okay because um, when you watch movies from like the two thousands early early two thousands or like late nineties. They ha- kind of have this weird, like, like you can tell from that era just by the way they talked. L- like when you're watching. Oh, vocal style? Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. when you're watching like a 30s movie, mm-hmm. like you can tell what era it comes from. It might just be that that bugs me. Oh, like she, her, 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 yeah, her like almost, I won't say teenager because she's not, she was, she was a teenager doing that. But like, 
I've, she does have a very young, uh, like... And it sounds like a like a Hallmark, like, rom-com. It sounds like... <laughs> it doesn't sound as dramatic as it should be, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, her line reading I don't know if needs, that makes sense. Needs work. Um... It's fine though the movie like the movie itself is good. But she she has an effective enough performance because finally at, at the end when she does get murdered you do like it's yeah. crushing it's yeah, fucking I get, heartbreaking. I get goosebumps, but is that because everyone else? Well, to be fair, doing... you also feel bad for Michael. You feel most most badly for Michael. Well, his performance in that is insanely good. The it's editing incredible. in that sequence is so fucking, fucking great, good. Yeah. The last thirty minutes. That editing is incredible. That is wonderful. Good job, Walter. Um, I wonder if he... I, I wonder who was actually, like, behind that whole sequence. Because I know there are, like, three editors. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's inc- <laughs> just anytime there's good editing, good good job, Walter. <laughs> but um, the editing and also the parallels to the opera that we just watched inside the theater that's just taking place... Outside the theater, obviously. Like, when the... Was it the... When the aunt... When she puts her, like... Yeah, her... her sc- scarf over her head. I... That gets me every time. That is. That is wonderful. Goosebumps. Literally right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the, the parallels to, to the opera, while, while they're not subtle, um, are still fucking so emotionally effective. Yeah. There's that fucking amazing cut where um, the nun checks on the Pope and uh, and she finds out that she's been dead and, you know, she, she runs out of room saying uh, the the Pope is dead and then just, like, the the, the, the opera, like, fucking, like, yeah. crescendos and then it cuts oh to... God, yeah. And then it cuts to people uh, on stage um, carrying Jesus on the cross. Yeah. It's so fucking great. Yeah. It is so great and smart. Also, I don't remember... Um... Like, all the details are fuzzy from when we watched the third one. Because we watched them all sequentially within, like, two days or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I kind of don't remember (laughs) what happened in that last part. Especially since, like, now we've watched another version of it. It's hard Mm -hmm. to figure out. If memory serves me correctly, that whole opera scene was not changed whatsoever. Well, I was going to say the opposite. I think... Because I couldn't tell... I couldn't tell that any of the film was changed. Oh, wow, really? Until that point. I kind of wasn't watching them. <laughs> so I don't know. Because I kind of didn't really want to watch it at that point. But um, I felt like there was more of it. It felt Really? I have, I have the exact opposite to say it's... about it. I think there's... there's I, I think that film is, is paced way much more fa- faster in the new cut. They... Um, it's, like, it's hard to tell because when you see a movie for the second time, you get it easier. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't really have to spend that much time just being like, what's what's going on in this scene? And like, maybe that makes it feel slower. I don't know. But um, I don't I know. Felt, I felt, I haven't done, um, the of course, like the fucking, the advertising like thing is not going to tell you like every new like, thing about a new cut like the thing that that was most heavily advertised when this um we should look it up yeah we should uh the thing that was most heavily advertised for this film was uh, a whole new uh beginning and ending um 
in the beginning, didn't they just rearrange? They rearranged it in the begin in the beginning. Um, in the original cut, it starts off with um Michael's letter to his children, and then in the beginning of of this new cut, it just it goes straight to him to the Vatican Bank. And then um, I believe that his letter to his children is also significantly shorter. Like they yeah. they try to get to his award ceremony as quick as possible. Yeah. Um. And I also. I also want to say that a lot of the scenes with Sofia Coppola are cut shorter. Um, um, we're going to pause it while yeah. we look that up. Okay, so one of the things... We're now reading what they cut out because mm-hmm. I feel like might as well. Um, they cut out the whole ceremony that takes place in the church where Michael is getting his award, which is very good... A, a very good decision because that confused the hell out of me the first time we saw it. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, no. Because we were trying to I guess it's good out... because it's, it's not that important. It, I mean, you get the same... Yeah. You get the same information when the party starts. Well, uh, yeah, and um, we... Because I remember us trying to figure out how many sacraments were, like, being shown in the trilogy. Fuck, you're right. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, is this, like... like a holy vocation like mm-hmm. what is going on here and i was like trying to figure it out so that kind of that makes a lot more sense um there's also there also was a look back towards part two i'm guessing there was like a montage there was like a little like, flashback um like i remember in the ending there is like there's a brief flashback to when he's mm-hmm. dancing with k in the beginning of part two mm-hmm. um yeah that they cut out in the in this movie. one, which like, um, I understand why they did it. It puts more emphasis on like Maria's death. Yeah, uh, that that was very well done. I feel that like... was very well done. But also watching it in the original cut, like when they do that cut where he's dancing with Maria, then it cuts to Cecilia's wife, then it cuts to Kay. Yeah. it was generally really emotional. And I, mean, I understand why they did it, and it mm-hmm. honestly, it fits better within the narrative. I like the new cut because he has that moment when um when he's talking to his kids about his sicilian wife do you remember this yeah uh after what is it after oh after his son sings yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they go outside and they talk about his former wife and um that's a good place to le- just like let that go. <laughs> yeah. Because it comes back later when he's talking to Kay, doesn't it? Don't they kind of talk about it, or is it like still in his mind? It's still remember. in his mind. The interesting thing with the screenplay is that it is it is um, Michael's whole arc is that he's trying to um, quote unquote confess his sins mm-hmm. and come clean. However, he never fully does that because he never like admits to Kay that he did cheat on yeah. her he never admits that he did kill alfredo to his sister yeah it, it, he all just builds it up it's stuff and which honestly makes it such you know this whole thing way much more tragic um, because his inevitable death is that his daughter dies and he really didn't have control over he didn't, he didn't have control over anything <laughs> and he just had to sit there watch his whole family like grumble in front of him because he decided he wasn't going to be in charge of them anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, fucking... So we, good. Okay. Yeah, that's really smart. And honestly, <laughs> that um, that whole whole narrative and theme that we just uh, mentioned um, honestly plays into what uh, was proposed for part four. Yeah. What uh, was which part- I guess we'll talk about briefly because there's not much to talk about it. 
Um, so part four was um was um it was going to be written by Kobla and uh, Puzo, mm-hmm. um, and it was apparently really close to being produced. Like they had everyone casted. Um, it well, was that's not too hard. <laughs> <laughs> they had everyone on board, and it was gonna and it was gonna be um like part two where it was gonna be a prequel slash sequel, mm-hmm. and the prequel aspects were gonna be with uh, young Vito. And young Sonny, who was going to be played by uh, you mean Leonardo young, DiCaprio. Young Michael? No. You said young Vito. Yeah. Young it was going to be young Vito. Younger Vito. Vito? Mm-hmm. So Robert and De Niro. Sonny? Yeah. What? No. Oh, you mean... Oh, so it's taking place after the prequel part. In part two. In part two. Yeah, so Sonny's so a little bit more aged up. So it's literally a continuation. Yeah. I understand. So Sonny's, Sonny's, Sonny's more aged up. He's gonna yeah. be, he was supposed to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Which, like... I don't think that's necessarily the smartest casting choice for for Sonny. I don't know, um, but then again, Coppola well, knows better than I do. Um, it was during the nineties, so it was when he was. Um... So like probably like after Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pre Titanic. Um. It sure. <laughs> happened, so I don't care. But um. Uh, and and the during those prequel stuff, it's gonna be set in the '30s, and I was gonna uh, chronicle the the start of their um, like them gaining power as as uh, as a mob, and also mm-hmm. gaining political power. And then the sequel part was gonna follow um, Vinny, the uh, the guy, yeah. yeah, the guy who the new Godfather, the new Godfather, as as he's still mourning the death of Maria, uh-huh. and is posted uh, in in the '80s, and like his whole section like takes place like over a whole decade um of him just slowly losing um the family's power and respect and like that would have been so good that would have been that been such a good double narrative it would have been a great uh, double narrative um, uh, <laughs> and there was and the, apparently there's only one scene with michael in the whole film that, that, that was planned. that's like isn't that just like it's basically the first movie. No, where's that wrong? When Vito's just like not even in the fucking movie. <laughs> Vito is like, when you like expect him to be in every fucking scene. Vito is the like first act. He he dips for the entirety of the second act, and then he comes back to the third. For like act. one scene. <laughs> He's always um, in a dark fucking room. Honestly, it could have been anyone else. Um, <laughs> no offense. Uh, but we also, um. Movie. We love what? We love an Oma homie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also in part four, um, the reason the reason why I eventually got canceled because Mari Puzo died. Um, Another tragedy. Very, 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 yeah, very sad. Um, and also, um, he did finish like a good portion of the script. Like he uh, apparently, from from what I could tell when I was researching it, um, is that he. It basically was like he basically had a good portion of the prequel part done, mm-hmm. and that section got expanded to be its own book called the 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 family Corleone. Is and that a real book? That it's you a real could book. Buy? Damn. It's a real book that you could buy. Yes. Wow. Um. Hmm. Tune in next time where we do a live reading. <laughs> <laughs> and um. And the Puzo state was originally like Paramount, whatever the fuck you do, do not turn this to a movie. But apparently Paramount gained the rights back to just um, make a God, make another Godfather movie if they please. 
So is that um, what? So that's what this was the director's cut. Is that what this was? <laughs> is that literally what this was? Um, no, this director's cut was done in celebration for I forget, like the thirtieth. No, twenty. It would be like the twentieth century uh, something anniversary of this movie. Um. Oh, like in twenty twelve. It's hard. Wait, when did it come out? When did this cut, cut the, come out? This one came out in this cut. Yeah. This cut came out last year. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe like 25 years. Mm. It doesn't matter. But, yeah. Um, so that was part four. That sounds, I mean, it sounds very promising. Yeah. It does sound like a nice but there's ending. no. there's no way they could make it now. Well, um, they could, but it would be as expensive as the Irishman was. It would, yeah, they would have to. De- Simply because. They would have to de-age Robert De-Age. De Niro. Yeah. Um, that would be so hard to that do. That would be so fucking be hard to do. That would be literally so hard to yeah, do. it would be. At that point, they might as well just do, like, mocha. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and also, I do think that that would just also be, like, a fitting end to just, like, yeah. watching the, the yeah, because arc. It, because we've literally seen uh, that family, like, be birthed and gain power, and then, you know, through this... Not just through seeing it as Michael's like uh, point of view, we see it as a whole like come yeah. crashing down. Oh, that one's so. Good. It doesn't sound good. It's great. Oh, uh, one of the best movies to never Freaking have been made. Brilliant uh, minds. Fucking, so we got brilliant minds. Let's um, let's get to the main attraction and talk about part one. Why not? Oh, what about? <laughs> Wait, but are we gonna go through the difference? Oh, the differences in part three. Um, well, the besides the the color coding, um... oh yeah, so there's no more golden color scheme. Which is fucking great. Which they <laughs> had in the first two, which is not in the first two. It says they did. Oh. Um, yeah, it says uh, like, which is. Probably want no offense. Why they look like shit? They don't look like shit. They do. No, they Hot don't. Hot take. The Godfather they, movies look like no, fucking they don't. Ass. Their restorations have been bad. They're not good. <laughs> They're fine. Like if you those negatives have not been properly taken. Care yeah. Of, right? <laughs> Whoever was the DP, I don't trust them with anything. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell? Okay. Um, they do look rough. Yes. Uh, it looks pretty bad. Like, low light, not their The low way. lighting is so effective, it's though. It's fine. The low lighting is it's so effective. It's so grainy. It's fine, but, like... <laughs> You're crazy. Compared to... I, I think I'm just a spoiled brat because of, like, recent films being so beautiful. Mm. But whatever. Is there, another, is there another notable difference you want to go over? Okay, Starting with the scene with the archbishop lays a different foundation for the nature and effect of the coming action. That is so true. It worked in the first one, um, but it does, like, up the pace in this one. The mm-hmm. first one, like, it still works sequentially because, like, obviously you know that, like, he's literally, like, fucking with the church mm-hmm. and then getting reward with it, which is what i I also do want to say if if by any reason you have already seen the part three and you don't like it then i don't think this new cut is going to do much for you um Mm. because this new cut um 
does the best that I that I can with that you could with editing and make and improving a film. It really only like one. It, it makes it look better because the color, uh, um, the color coding, and and two, uh, the pacing is better and mm-hmm. um, the ending just has a more emotionally effective, um, emotionally effective thematically like smarter like sting with you. But other than that, the I uh, if you this dislike part three, for like for I don't know for Maria for mm-hmm. uh the incest <laughs> for, that's still there the story still is there. still there the story is still the same sadly, sadly. i mean it's it, whatever. it's a it's a it's good story whatever. i like michael's char- character arc in this film i think it's very i, I wouldn't say satisfying but it's well written i do like the fact that this this man finally is becoming self-aware and like is just depressed over in mm-hmm. uh his entire life and just regrets all of it so, what they do entirely cut out. What? Um, the scene with the hospital visit of Don Altobello? I don't even remember. So, is that when Michael is in the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, apparently he came in the... the I do remember, yeah, I do remember more of the hospital. Uh, uh, being in the hospital. They cut out the conversation between Vincent... Uh, Al Neri and Connie in the chapel. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. I don't that. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, so probably wasn't that important yeah. then. <laughs> and the arrival of Don Tomasino at the part in Sicily. I. Oh. So it is a shorter cut. Oh. What? <laughs> so, so he's the one who's like killed. Right? He's the one who's like killed in the car. I'm gonna be honest with this whole entire franchise is hard to remember names. No, I think Don Tomasino is the one where like they're in Sicily. They're like Michael and Kay are in the kitchen talking, and then like the guy opens the door and they're all like Don Tomasino. Uh, I'm just gonna say yes because I don't know if that's it, but because besides 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 the because, because besides the main like family members, it's really hard to remember names in the series. Or is Don Tomasino the one? Or is that the one who, like, is behind the whole scheme at the opera? Listen, I don't fucking know. It doesn't really matter, apparently. Um, um, oh, so... I'm just reading it. Well, this is just a family. Um, Thomas. <laughs> <sighs> this is not helpful at all. Alright, so, uh, in short, uh, some things are different. <laughs> uh, it, it really, the bottom line is that if you didn't like it originally, then you won't like the, the review redo yeah it's it's and if you somewhat like three uh then we do highly recommend watching the coda you highly i recommend highly watching coda it is a better cut frankly a waste of time but if you have the time might as well (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a movie so like i'll say that (laughs) 
Oh, well, let's let's try and move on to uh, two movies that we can fucking gush over and... You can. <laughs> um, they look like shit, but they play beautifully, <laughs> so I don't care. They look like shit. They do. If you hate <laughs> anything, don't watch them. <laughs> um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite part? Go. Part two. No, your favorite. No, what's your favorite? <laughs> I meant like your favorite moment. Oh, f- go. Whoa. Oh, um, <laughs> pro- uh, the the assassination uh, in part two, uh, in Cuba, the one that um. Oh shit! That's right. The the one that happens. Right at midnight. Yeah, right at midnight. That seems incredible. phenomenal. God, they're so good with their with the cross cutting and montage editing. The cross cross cutting with sound, with like all the sound coming from one place, is just so smart. So smart. Especially in the first one with the baptism scene. I know everyone knows. Everyone, yeah. But like, death in film school. If you haven't seen part three. Here's here's my pitch. You know the baptism scene in part one? Imagine that going on for 30 fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah, imagine that taking up an entirety of Act 3. And like five main characters dying <laughs> during it. Um, my favorite's the dead, uh, the, the horse. The dead horse. In the oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that scene never gets old. That, that gets shit old. That's is incredible. Fucking great. Um, um, I remember the first time I saw that and being like, excuse me, yeah. you did the, what now? Dude, the way you first saw it is really funny to me because uh, you you watched it in like one sitting during, uh, while I was in my world cinema class because that class fucking lasted forever. Mm-hmm. Watched uh, it on a computer so sad <laughs> oh my god did you yeah. was your second rewatch was when i gave it to you for um for christmas second rewatch you mean like i second? mean your first rewatch it was when we watched it i never watched it again on my own oh okay so it was when i gave it to you for christmas I don't know when I get things. <laughs> um, it just kind of appeared on the shelf, and now I have this fucking family tree of the whole. Coleo oh yeah, let's talk, about like, let's talk about a box set. Um, oh, really quickly, this box set. It's uh, a treasure. It, it's not the newest box set that came out, which honestly I kick myself for not fucking buying it's fine. it. Dude, There's you're a, the only person who cares, and I clearly do not. You do care because I it's don't. a new restoration, therefore it looks Shut fucking up. better, and you keep complaining about how this fucking restoration <laughs> looks like shit. Yeah, it's the Coppola restoration, so I'll kill I'll kill The newest one is the Coppola restoration. This one No, is this like, says Coppola this literally says It's a Coppola approved restoration, but the official branding The Coppola new, restoration oh on it. <laughs> It says that on the fucking disc. Do you see see that? I'm trying to read it. It's too dark in here. Coppola Restoration. Right under where it says the Godfather. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This box set is called The Godfather, the Corleone Legacy Edition, Uh which is honestly kind of funny. Uh, I'm, look, I kick, I, I kick myself because like I could have bought you the better restoration. But the, but the, but, but the this, inserts, the inserts that come with with this are so fucking funny. The graphic like, design is terrible. It's so hilarious. There's a, there's a. You have to take a photo of this for the yeah, I will. YouTube the the there's, Corleone you know, family fact, tree. It's so fucking funny to look at. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's literally like I don't even know how to. It's like. 
picture okay for audio listener listeners first of all fuck you second of all <laughs> um picture like the marauders map but all the text on it is like times new roman and all the lines are perfectly straight and uh there are funny little like guns oh yeah printed in the corner and there are like artifacts like holy water and a map. Why is there a as fucking... Italian as it can oh, it's get. A, it's a, it's it's a it's a map of Italy and Sicily's like it's fucking amazing. Um, and, like, like photographs around the edges. Um, it's just so funny how hard they tried for this. <laughs> yeah. Like clearly, these are all like these have to be like. And they all come with. Uh, and also comes with three postcards. Um, wait, 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 hold up! But these have to be like film frames. These are film stills. Are they? Look at them. Are Look they? at the one of Robert De Niro. Oh my god. They're frame. They're f- stills from the film. Oh my god, they are. <laughs> they're like. They're like. But they're. Super oh look, the tiny. mother. Ma- uh, the Virgin Mary is on here. She's cropped out. Yeah. Did you see the holy water? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, literally. Amazing. It's literally like punched in. They punched That's in super, on on stills, but the pictures are so fucking tiny that you can't even tell. <laughs> but then, yeah, of and course, there's, there's the postcards. There's the postcards. There's one for each film. So first one, Marlon Brando, got the got the poster on the back. That one's pretty nice. That one's a nice poster. Uh, what the fuck? Second one, Robert De Niro. That's a cute little poster. Uh, it has weird um, matrix on it, but whatever. We like the matrix too. So, um, and then it's got. Bobby on there. Uh, and then, <laughs> part three, whatever. All the power on earth can't change destiny. That is, I hate I, I guess, I, I hate guess, taglines. I guess that makes sense. But like, it's just. Taglines stop being good at like. It's not, that, not the even, scope of destiny in that movie is nothing. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is. It's just the Pope. It's just electing the Pope. Well, it's not just that. It's it's just also like the themes of like 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 Michael was destined to have a broken family. Whatever. <laughs> but then the photo. The photo just. Can we just bask in the glory? It's of, so good. We just, have. Just look at I don't know why Cameron had this set up uh, on the fr- <laughs> on the refrigerator. And I don't know why you I, ever took it down. <laughs> because I had a new roommate move in and I thought it was weird. It's funny though. Just put it up. Alright. For the last two weeks of living here, I will have... We're 30 minutes into this episode and we have not talked about part yeah, one. Yeah, we're just two. looking at him. <laughs> let's, let's talk about, about part one. Um, and it's very cliche to say this, but what is, what is there to say that hasn't been said about The Godfather? It is. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. It's a. <laughs> Does anyone say that? <laughs> yeah. Did Roger Ebert say that? It's uh, a good romp. It's a good romp. <laughs> give it a uh, thumb up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know we made the same joke at the same time. Today we are joined by Alpa Chino. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the Godfather has. Uh, I want to talk about uh, briefly the how um, the production history of it, just super briefly. Um, so so Mario Mario Puzo comes out with the Gava the book, which um, I think also uh, I didn't I didn't do much research on the book. I think I remember hearing that the the book also has like 
a lot of part two in it. Like, does it start with Vito growing up, or does it end with the end of Godfather Part Two? That I don't know. All right, I just oh well, I just, I, well okay. Well, it could be either. So say, so, uh, so it comes out. It becomes like the best-selling fucking book in America. Uh, it's super popular. My assumption is it would have the it would have Vito growing up. That would make more sense. That would make more sense. But who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, apparently America knows apparently America loves this book um, so <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> anyway. so, so anyways uh, uh, Paramount uh, picks up the rights for this book uh, Paramount is doing really fucking bad um, right now they had a western which did not do so well and they were like oh, this is a hot selling book we might as well fucking cash in on the success of it by doing a film adaptation they Asked 12 directors before they settled on Francis Ford Coppola. The, the, two of them, the most noteworthy to me, are Sergio Leone, <laughs> who was their first choice, who who turns it down uh, in order to make Once Upon a Time in America. And honestly... <laughs> and I, Can't blame the guy. I cannot blame the guy. That movie's fucking perfect. Uh, <laughs> and then the and then the second... Uh, their second choice was Peter, uh, was Peter Bogdanovich, which... He uh, directed Paper Moon and um, uh, oh, I've seen that. Last Picture Show. Fucking love Paper Moon. We love Paper Moon in this house. We? Yeah. You. You've seen it like three times. Twice. Uh, three? I feel like you've seen it three. Because I feel like good. you showed it to Reagan and then you showed it to your family. I don't know if I was there for all of those. Oh, like okay. Mentally or physically. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of depends. I on fucking love Paper Moon so much. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Peter McNanovich uh, declines because he's just not into mob stuff. <laughs> Is he I, Italian? Uh, I don't think. <laughs> not that it matters. It does it matter. Like... It does matter because here's the thing. Well, yeah. I didn't write this down. But while <laughs> reading this, I found this interesting quote where like they wanted to hire an Italian-American uh, director so the film could, quote, have an ethnic core to it. Which like Yeah, pretty... Uh... On the Wikipedia page, it does not um like cite that quote to anyone, mm. which is probably for the better. The writer, <laughs> the writer of the Wikipedia article, <laughs> is hereby canceled. Uh, uh but uh, but anyways, they finally um settled on Francis Ford Coppola, um and Francis and Francis Ford Coppola, um only he first declines it because he like read a bit of the book and said it was fucking trash. Oh. Uh, <laughs> He's just a little hipster probably. Um, probably like, he only finally goes back to them being like, hey, you guys still got that uh, job after all? <laughs> because um, his buddy, uh, Georgie, uh, <laughs> made a little movie called THX that he produced that made him zero money and he was in debt uh, and needed to pay it off. THX number, 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 number. Uh, 118, I think. He needed money. He needed to get out of debt, so he accepted this job. Well, yeah, that's what happens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a lot of Francis Ford Coppola's like careers is is him making uh, films to get out of debt. Uh, <laughs> Dude, isn't that exactly what his relative Nicholas Cage is doing too? <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> wow, is he his financial advisor? <laughs> Um, oh interestingly enough, uh, Nicholas Cage did uh, was an executive producer for Part Three, which we learned yeah. on the latest rewatch. But anyways, uh, so Coppola finally agrees, and uh, the and then Paramount 
goes uh is like hey look um we're gonna have you adapt this but we're gonna modernize it we're gonna have it take place in the modern 70s and it's gonna take place in kansas city uh and we're all gonna shoot it in in a back lot uh it'll be cheap don't worry and then coppola even though he's taking a commercial job is still an artist is still a man who who fights for integrity um says fuck you we're doing this as faithful as we can to the fucking book and we're shooting on location and they're like fine uh, <laughs> they they mainly agreed because the book kept fucking selling it became so popular and they're like all right people must want like a, yeah. a period piece then so they went to sicily so they went to sicily and then they found one of the fucking greatest films of all time so they show up in sicily <laughs> and that's really all i have to say about uh the the pre-production of this film i just thought it was really interesting yeah. and just a n- nice case of of Things falling into place. Mm-hmm. Um, which we can learn more about the production of this film with the newest um, series called The Deal or The Offer. I don't know. It's some like fucking like miniseries and like I think it's Paramount Plus where like where it's just about like the making of The Godfather and like it's a dramatization of it. I think. Uh, that sounds really dumb. Sounds really dumb. Army Hammer is in it. Everyone on set, please be careful. <laughs> on set, please be careful. But uh, mind your toes. Um, but, he might eat your toes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, part part one. It's it's hard to talk about it because like with, with a film that's so engraved and like in in the film canon. And, and culture, there's so much you can say about it without sounding like you're just echoing everyone's opinion. Like, yeah. But there's a fucking reason, like, it sounds repetitive to, to talk about how great fucking Marlon Brando is, mm-hmm. how great uh, Al Pacino is, is, is because they fucking give incredible performances. Like, yeah. all the praise this movie gets is 100% justified and worthy. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I don't know. And... and <laughs> I, I so the, the part two is way better than part two is way better part two is a perfect film part two okay part part one is great the, part one's great it's incredible it it is perfect i do i do say so myself it is perfect that darn film is damn perfect i think it's damn near perfect i think it's damn perfect <laughs> but here's the thing <laughs> When you watch it and then watch part two, you're like, oh, part one sucks. Because <laughs> part two has so much going on. Yeah, part two is, like, just grander and, like... Part one has a lot going on, but there are also so many questions. And every fucking scene, you're like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. Who's this guy? Which is fair, because it's, like, the first movie of its... Part, yeah, I, I will say part one was, was is a but bit hard to follow. slow as fuck which is great for what it is because it's beautiful if you squint <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> it is beautiful um i think it was prettier on my laptop not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, got those specs um no <laughs> i think it, i think i i genuinely i i don't know i i i don't mm, I don't know. They're good movies. They're great films. I think part or part one like sets sets out this like this great 
uh, I won't say blueprint, but um, just grounds this like great overarching like Shakespearean esque story. Yeah, it's almost like setting up a whole universe because as a person who is me, <laughs> I I don't come from a big family. I like do not have much of a culture. <laughs> like seeing stuff like this is interesting and it makes sense why people love this. Um but um so like so like part 1 is great because it literally is like basically mm. world building. It's, it's phenomenal world building. <laughs> for it like really for is. like this family culture mm -hmm, for this family so culture and its time period and so confusing and connected and like literally we had if, the map out we had the fucking family tree out for part two i kid you <laughs> we did I, we did i vividly remember pulling it out and being like all right who the fuck <laughs> how are you guys related who is this guy again um yeah yeah. Um, good stuff great stuff um part part two however it is it is a film i i literally do think about on a daily basis it is so fucking powerful and i and i and it really does just expand on that world so much more in in the first film uh they they do they do sell you on um the Corleone's like family power yeah. and politics and like its community because of part... those scenes with Brando when you're like oh my god <laughs> is he gonna kill me <laughs> and, and then in part two it like it expands that power to like tenfold where like mm -hmm. Michael has to go to fucking Cuba um mm -hmm. and he's really dealing with like fucking politics and even to the absurd of uh, to, to the absurd degree of part three where he's literally rigging the next pope yeah uh, yeah he's rigging the fucking election for the next pope and also it's so interesting to i i just realized like it's so interesting to uh have like a side-by-side -side look at marlon brando in his like little meetings like you think of the first scene at the wedding where He's just kind of like chilling his in his room for a while, and people are coming in, and like business is being done while there's a fucking wedding going on. Mm -hmm. And then you think about those scenes in part three where Michael is in his room, and then Vinny comes in, and he literally fucking bites off his ear. Like the juxtaposition. <laughs> he of bites someone else's ear. You made it sound like Michael oh. bites off Vinny's ear. <laughs> Whose who's ear does he bite? He he bites off the. Uh, some oh, dude who was like no Vinny bites off some other dude's ear who was like talking shit about Michael apparently am I going crazy wait was it when he's the godfather no it's like literally like the second scene he's I in. thought it was in the wasn't it during the it's during his party where he's getting rewarded yeah yeah well okay but like the same thing holds <laughs> like they're in these rooms like you can like the character difference between between Vito and Vinny <laughs> Very confusing, but this is what the map is for. I'll throw it up again. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Vito is like this, like temperately like like chill person on the outside, but Vinny is not. Vinny is not. Yeah. Vinny is fucking crazy, and that's probably what bites him in the ass. And in, in, in part four, yeah, the hypothetical part four. It's just so smart. It's, it's so smart. So extremely smart. Um, speaking about Vito, I also think what makes part two such a, a strong and like 
just crushing narrative is them cutting back to Vito mm-hmm. um, starting up the family. A lot of people complained that it ruins the pacing of the film, which I could understand as a valid critique. However, I do think you, you, that part is is cutting back to that is constantly cutting back to those prequel parts are very necessary because it, it does like it just very fleshes out the birth of that family mm-hmm. and it's juxtaposing on the story which is very much the death of the family yeah and just everything crushing it's you know we literally see fucking alfredo sunny and michael being born yeah and then you know this one after the other and one after and then fucking <laughs> alfredo fucking dies in this one and like in such a heartbreaking scene dude alfredo fucking died <laughs> <laughs> but um interestingly enough there is a there is a mini series cut of the first two films called the godfather saga which uh cuts up as a mini series but also in chronological order so you see all the so you see all the prequel stuff no, no, first, no. and then no. you see part one, and then no. you see part two. No, we don't. We don't have to do that. No, <laughs> no. If Walter merges behind that, I will kill that man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't. I don't necessarily like. I. Uh, I don't. I don't like that. That defeats idea. the whole purpose of having a dual narrative. That's why the film was set up to be that way. They wrote it that way. They literally wrote. It's an interesting film. little experiment. I don't. It doesn't sound appealing to me. It's a fan. It's a fan cut. It's, it's a. It's a. What's it called? Fan edit. Fan edit. It's literally a fan edit, and it's <laughs> fine. And I, you know, I. Um, people do it for Tarantino, but this isn't that. This isn't. This isn't Tarantino. You know, <laughs> the reason why movies that are put out of order or or cross cut. <laughs> between narratives is so it builds suspense and in that Mm. movie it does it so well to the point where like it gets scary (laughs) the stakes are high because you like feel more empathy for their family and for them succeeding by getting this story of them spiraling upwards and then spiraling downwards like it's Those flashback scenes also highly humanize Vito as a character. Yeah, exactly. Because, because you yeah. see him as this almost like mythic figure in part one. And in part two, you, you see him as a poor boy yeah. running away and then being like forced to like hide hide, hide in America with nothing. Mm-hmm. And you see him turn to crime because it's like the only thing he has to do to survive. And then you see him finally go back to Sicily and he's happy, but he still has to take vengeance on the person who gets, uh, killed his mother. Um, and it's just such a good fucking arc. Yeah. It's such a great it, arc for someone. Almost this this fucking um, Odysseus esque fucking arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do so well with bringing back that narrative in part three with the the opera, and also with with Michael I, finally coming back to Sicily. And I also just love Michael's son's character, even though he's like not there for a while. Mm-hmm. It, like I. I, you can definitely see, like, Vito in him because he, like, is doing something. He literally ran away from his family's practice. Oh, wow. I never, I never noticed that. Wow. Because he, like, his dad never really was connected to him because he mm-hmm. wanted to do music and art and whatever he does. Um, he literally has the opposite arc of Vito. In part two, we get Vito's story, obviously, but in... 
in that part, we also see that Michael's family is going through a lot. Like, they literally are divorced in that one. <laughs> um, Michael and Kay are divorced. And so, because the kids are in danger. So, his son, I, I forget his name. Should we get Thomas? I believe it's Thomas. Um, Anthony. Tony? I think it's Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Okay, so Anthony, the son of Michael Corleone. <laughs> he, um, he's, well, we don't really know, but let's assume he's being, like, torn apart by the, well, he's probably traumatized by the fact that his family is being attacked, and his mom is probably telling him, like, hey, this is kind of what your family is into, like, mm-hmm. when he's older, you know? Um, which is all off screen. We don't and get any of that. he's also, like, uh, and, and he's also aware that he, he killed uh, Fredo. What are you talking about? Anthony is aware that he killed Fredo, remember? Because oh, right before Fredo yeah. dies, Fredo is, like, teaching oh my him how God. to fish. Oh my god, I forgot <laughs> yeah. that the, he was there. Yeah, so he... Oh my god, because yeah, there's that whole part where they try to... Michael tries to go mm. back and like connect with them. Oh my god, forget about this shit, because we haven't watched that one in a while. Um, yeah. I that all the time, it's fucking great. <laughs> oh my god. So, he's fucking traumatized. He is fucking traumatized, <laughs> At this point. yeah. So, and, and then, his arc is so tragic because... In the end, he well, he gets to do his successful thing, and he gets he to do his singing. It's for it. amazing. Mm-hmm. But then at the his end, his fucking sister dies. His sister's fucking dead. In front of him, <laughs> like he can't get away from it. He literally can't he get, out get, get out of it. Wow! Oh my god! That's awesome. That's... And then fucking poor, poor Mary like didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, get some bad uh, read, uh, line readings and make out. That's with her why cousin. she died. And make out with her cousin. They wrote her. Uh-huh. They wrote her to die mm-hmm. because they heard her audition. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. That's actually fucked. <laughs> fucking. They they wrote. Sophia her Coppola, to love we her love her you. Cousin. Your fucking movies are great. <laughs> they wrote her to love her cousin. Um. That a lot of a lot of people. Um, and I would say everyone, including me, are, are we're, we're not down with the whole incest subplot. However, there is there is an argument. You, you said that you said that as if we're like kind of okay with it. I want to make not, it very I'm not, clear. I'm also I not to make. I'm not very okay clear. with it. I'm not okay with it. I can understand. I, I can understand Coppola's implementation of it. Hold on. Because where's I'm, the tree? Where's no. the family tree? How far apart are they? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're seven years apart. No, I know how how far away they are in years but i mean they're like direct cousins no, they're, they're not. yes they are because vincent is sonny's kid no they're not wait what the fuck vincent is sonny's oh kid. Yeah. i see it now well that's just straight mm. up sad uh, but but this whole trilogy is set on on stories that are heavily influenced by by highly the uh, theatric like narrative motifs and you know shakespeare and like shakespearean like like ways of like f- forming a narrative and, and characters and within these traditional you know th- theater fucking um productions there are mm-hmm. stories of incest 
they're not okay doesn't make it ex- uh, like it's just a product better. of the, it's just a product of time. and like yeah. you understand why he wrote it oh, doesn't make it okay uh and like it is smart in that aspect but like as but like you didn't have to fucking do it yeah <laughs> as it, it's, it's a movie coming out in the 90s you you don't have to do that <laughs> i mean it's fun uh, but but, <laughs> but anyways um you could still admire the story without with 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 that aspect even though it's not okay it's like many it's like it's like any it you know what it's like it's not like this but it's like loving oh my god fucking <laughs> silence of the lambs okay uh, I you can this love you can love that story but still hate Hannibal Lecter for the fact that he's a fucking cannibal. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the uh, representation of Buffalo Bill. Well, that too. <laughs> you can also hate that. You can also hate anything problematic but still like the story it came mm-hmm. from. Depending how problematic it is because like you will be well, judged because I don't think you... As long as you know it's wrong. Yeah, as long as you know it's wrong. I don't know. I think it's I don't know. I feel I'm not gonna write it into something because first of all, I'm not a writer, and second of all, that's gross and <laughs> achy. Coppola, why would you do that? Um, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's art. It's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. Um, I do want to talk about uh, what makes two really interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said two, like I'm the like I'm a fucking Sopranos character. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what does that even mean? There's a, there's a. They always talk about the Godfather and the Sopranos, and there's a bit where like they always refer to Part Two as two. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Congratulations, you are now Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but um, part Part Two to me um, is is really interesting because it really uh, delves into like. Um, sacrifice uh sacrificing yourself mm-hmm. for for a greater good or an uh, ideology and how and like enter Karl marx enter Karl <laughs> marx yes because we, because one of the, the the examples that shows in this is that um M- michael sees a, a suicide bomber for uh for the colombian uh rebellion colombian cuban cuban, cuban. <laughs> thank you for catching me on that one and then um, he then uh, later says something to the line of uh, like, uh, you know, uh, I was I was thinking about that um, suicide bomber, the the rebels, and I and I remember the difference between a rebel and a soldier is that uh, a soldier gets paid and a rebel doesn't, which means a rebel can uh, can win, mm-hmm. um, you know, because they're just more determined to fight for their yeah. uh, ideology, and also the the incredible like climaxing we were talking about where the mm-hmm. the Cuban revolution has finally happened. You know the, the the Batista and all the all the all the rich people are are leaving Havana, uh, mm-hmm. Havana, my bad. Um, and also my and also in the in the final scene, the the one scene with Sonny in the flashback, um, every character is giving Michael shit for wanting to join the Navy. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Which which in, oh, which in itself is an, is an act of sacrificing yourself for your country. Mm-hmm. Um. I forgot about. Maybe we should just watch that one. You know, <laughs> I it's so fucking good. And then, um, and this whole fucking film, Michael is—he thinks he is—he is doing the appropriate actions 
to better the the safe uh, like saving his family mm-hmm. and and even then uh, every uh Kay herself like sacrifices like uh the literal life of well not life because i don't want to sound like a fucking pro-life <laughs> motherfucker but <laughs> But she sacrifices a child. She sacrifices a child for for the sake of its child's well being. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just a, it's just such an interesting uh like thing to play with because uh, Michael thinks he's he's doing all these healthy I wouldn't say healthy but all these he appropriate sacrifices yeah. to to better to improve his family but in but do but doing so he fucking kills uh, his sister's like second husband mm-hmm. uh he fucking kills his brother mm-hmm. he <laughs> he puts his family <laughs> at constant danger and is the reason why his wife got an abortion yeah like he's the reason we got that fucking scene between the two of them which is so fucking excellent like act it out that if, shells. if i was ever in that situation i would pass the fuck out <laughs> i was my mouth was like completely agape during that, that entire ins- fucking argument. It's it's insane. Fucking insanity. I oh man. See what I okay. Why okay, does Diane Keaton have to be so fucking talented? Fuck her. Why? She's fucking she's unapologetically like Woody Allen, like defender. I know that, but like did she uh I don't think she'd done anything problematic besides defending Woody Allen, but like still. So she's in the Trisha Paytas phase where <laughs> we're in like in like a few years time she'll be like why did I ever defend this man <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes <laughs> I didn't say anything he asked me to unlist all my YouTube videos but still I didn't question him what are you talking about I'm talking about Shane Dawson oh <laughs> <laughs> as if he's oh, Woody man. Allen <laughs> Okay, but okay, okay. Take that scene <laughs> and then play it right next to that scene between Mary um, and Michael <laughs> talking out like outside somewhere. They're just chatting. Mm-hmm. How do we like the acting in part three? <laughs> I'm not. I'm okay. All right. I'm not. <laughs> oh my God. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Even. Even Not every scene. scene. No, <laughs> even the scene where they're in the kitchen and they're talking is awkward, which is fine because it should which be scene? awkward. Which scene in the kitchen? Michael and Kay. It's awkward, but I, I get it. But it's still, the lines are still a little off. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We get it, Francis. You're getting tired of the whole Godfather bit, but <laughs> you gotta, gotta hang in you there. You wanna make Metropolum, we get it, whatever the fuck it's called. Metropolum. It's this like movie he's been trying to make for fucking ever, and it sounds like impossible to make. It's you. It's Metropolis, the anime, but in live action. Oh, that would be fucking incredible. So it's literally impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> we gotta make these. Big By the way, problems. quick recommendation, <laughs> recommendation: if you guys have not seen the uh, the anime adaptation of Metropolis, watch it. It's fucking amazing. It's nothing like. Well, it's nothing it's like not, Scott's Fritz Langs. It, um, it's not nothing like it. It has like the basic. As um, a, it's a similar like aesthetic the premise. Yeah. Uh, guess I guess it's the same setting. The Maybe same setting, it doesn't yeah. really, but a million times better. <laughs> You'll <laughs> understand it because it was made what like twenty mm-hmm. years ago. And and just like Metropolis, it is like a like a visual fucking like 
spectacle. Like you're like, how yeah. the fuck did the like people sit down if and you like, like make this? If you like the movie Akira, it, it it's <laughs> on the same level. Yeah, honestly, it, it's not. It's not as really, like because there's not as much destruction and action, but mm-hmm. there are moments of that, and it's beautiful. there are moments of that. I love that destru- the destruction at the end. I'm sorry, spoilers, but there's destruction and it's beautiful. It made me fucking cry. It's the best uh, part of the whole film. It it's made so me fucking beautiful. cry. It's great, it's, especially if you things fall. You could. <laughs> especially, especially if you if you're into. Uh, if you if you want to watch more leftist cinema, that film is very if unapologetically. You like anime, <laughs> and Karl Marx. And there is literally there is there is literally there is here. Okay, here's, I'm gonna pitch it to all my leftist uh, people li- listening. There is literally a poster of Che Guevara like five times in that fucking movie. Watch That's, it. <clears throat> can confirm that that. <laughs> I think at least because because Jay was like. Oh, and I was like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to uh, Godfather Part It's soon. pretty good. It's fucking, <laughs> it's a perfect film. I could, like, we could honestly make it, we could have made a whole, like, episode about I feel like two. I just don't want to be, like, repetitive. It's good. You know, I think we picked out the parts mm-hmm. that are great about it, the, the, the analytical details. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew fucking Georgie and Brian De Palma and, like, Georgie, <laughs> I like calling Luke. There's Luke is Georgie. I know Georgie those, Luke. <laughs> Georgie, I know. I know the, those guys are like like hard leftists, especially fucking George. Um, but fucking, I didn't. Uh, apparently, apparently, all the fucking movie brats are like fucking leftists, except for Scorsese. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know where to, where to base him politically. He's obviously left leaning, but like to what extent? You know. I would like to ask an editor how they. Like if there's a if there's a specifically politically charged editor, if they like specifically only edit <laughs> like very left leaning or right leaning or whatever. Works. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. How do you do that? Especially mm. if you need money but also don't care about money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess like I guess that um I guess like most cinema that's like very like outspokenly like conservative is mm-hmm. like being made by like studios like pure flicks and like stuff that is like very unapologetically so so i guess you could like very much weed it out mm-hmm. yeah i guess if you work for a studio that makes sense <sighs> anyways um i wish we could talk about these films longer because i could but i really talk- don't want to <laughs> <laughs> i, I could talk about part two for days but I we gotta drink that. that italian soda we did buy some Italian orange soda from Trader Joe's. We had pizza earlier. Highly recommend. It's really good. We had pizza earlier, so mm. we are truly being Sicilian today. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should also talk about, like, the amazing world building around uh, Sicily. Like, they made a whole, like, separate, like... The world building. Uh, they made a whole separate island for Italy for, for these series of films. <laughs> and it feels so... <laughs> city of atlantis it's like a tiny little island you can't even see it on a map it's a fictional island it's andorra between spain and france it's not that california uh gets its state it it gets its name from some like spanish book that has like uh that is is about like some amazonian island in that oh it's like atlantis california it's literally like atlantis 
Well, I don't know if it's in the book that my island's like. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, if we were to go. Fact check me on that fact. Okay. Please. <laughs> All right, maybe cut that out. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Should we wrap it up? Should we? Should we? Um. I recommend all these films. They're great. They're phenomenal. Also, fucking like, like shout out to Francis Ford Coppola for putting out part two. (laughs) Shout out to his family also. Yeah, (laughs) for putting out Godfather Part Two and the conversation in the same year, and also yeah, what the fuck? He fucking (laughs) he was like, oh man, and he wrote what did he write? What do you mean? What he wrote? He He wrote wrote something else that came out that year. He um, I don't know what you're talking about. He wrote both of those movies though. I think there was a. I think we were looking at whatever it doesn't. Matter. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. He did write. He did write another. No, no, no. He no. That movie comes out like way later. Um. <laughs> he did write a, th- a third film that year, dude. Like, he talks about making the conversation. It was like, yeah, I made Godfather Part Two, and I just needed a break from like big giant movies, so I decided to make a a small scale uh of uh, independent film, and like the conversation is is so fucking like just. It's another extremely well thought out and like fucking just like marvel of a film. It's fucking great. Um, and also just getting like nominated for like best director and picture like at the same time, like like both like in the same year. He's a superhuman. I mean, I need, I need, I need to rephrase that. He get, he get, he got nominated. Both the conversation and Godfather Part Two both get nominated for best picture, and he also gets two directing nominations for <laughs> for the conversation and part two within the same year it's insane and then like after the conversation he like after that year i think he's like i think it's after the year part part two wins um best picture he's now like five-time award winning director francis for it's fucking insane <sighs> gotta make the money back somehow mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's no longer in debt. You know that wine paid off. That wine paid off, man. We should uh we should make a special episode when we turn twenty one. Have a oh, Francis yeah. Ford Coppola wine tasting. Wait, place. I would actually love to do that. That okay. sounds really fun. We can get pizza. We uh, can get wine. Mm-hmm. I'll be twenty one. We'll get um. You might be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get um Sophia's uh, rose. Which is a no, <laughs> which is of course is Watch. pink because girl. You see, when you have daughter, <laughs> oh. there's no way he sounds like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Anyways, highly, highly recommend movie. Highly recommend movie. Um, please. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please. Follow us on... Watch movie. <laughs> Please watch movie. Mom, Please. watch the movie. <laughs> watch. <laughs> uh, follow us on Spotify. Um, which you probably are, because most of the people who fucking listen to this should listen to But this would be so much more fun if you watched it on YouTube. Just saying, because then you get the visuals. Look, we <laughs> it's very minimal visuals, and it's not like you're missing out on seeing our faces. I'm joking. Yeah, which we want to do eventually. It's a bit for the most part. But though. also we're busy. However, summer also, break we, is... We like is the a, funny lighting. <laughs> yeah, this lighting in our room sucks ass right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we're not about to wake up at 7 a.m. to record either. <laughs> we don't get that big numbers. <laughs> uh, 
but also summer break is around the corner, so we are going to try to post more regularly. We'll have oh, the actual yeah. free time to post mm-hmm. regularly. We know we said we were going to talk about No Man's La- uh, Mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we know we're, we said we're gonna talk about no, no mad lads no no mad's land uh but uh we haven't seen that movie in a while and we've had to postpone a lot of stuff because of school in short fucking incredible film also very i think ha- everyone's watched it very time. happy that i was best picture you go chloe zell oh did real real yeah oh for real yeah oh shit <laughs> girl boss if there was one like uh, like unironically being a girl boss and we're proud of her, <laughs> we're proud of her. we love her She's fucking great. Um, very, I'm, no, I'm legitimately very happy. Not to fucking sound like a little fucking, uh, fucking SJW fucking snowflake, but fucking. But it's great. But it's, it's great. It makes it makes me happy to see a woman of of, of color finally winning. Yeah. And also, she's fuck her directing. She's super talented, and I love how raw of a performance she gets out of fucking everyone. She's yeah. she's an example of no it's part insane. being too um, there's no such thing as being a small part in the film. There is no Watch way. Watch Land, Chloe's out, I will be first in line to watch your Dracula movie. Hold on. Hold uh, on. There's no fucking way the people they worked with, because a lot of those people were actors. Well, all of them except Francis were not actors. So there's no fucking way they weren't like Wait, you're Francis McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think she has the most recognizable face. Well, but like, there has to be someone. There must have been someone like, you're that Fargo lady. <laughs> Here, wait a minute. You know Cohen? You know Cohen. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week when we talk about whatever movie we're not making promises, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> see ya. Bye. <laughs>